glad that you whispered that i think it I think it lays it out a little better it frames the picture really you think that that frames the picture as opposed to makes people feel as though they're being hit on by like a concept i hope so so today's topic is perceptions or i'm sorry perceptions which yeah. by the way would be a crappy name for a cologne good art should make people uncomfortable really Anyway, but well, I think one of the things that that we wanted to that we wanted to kind of talk about a little bit is just the perceptions that you have about yourself versus the perceptions. You are just hijacking the living crap out of this, aren't you? Fuck yeah, I am. I'm trying right. to move this shit along, bitch. Easy, dude. You want to take it? Go ahead. Say your I, thing. I perceive that you were just being misogynistic, even though I'm a dude and we're like friends for like well, a million years. That just happened. Well, God. All right, well, okay, I was trying to make, like, an awesome story, and then you were like, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Here's me, I'm making an awesome story. Here's you. See, perceptions. I think that just saying perceptions <laughs> on the end of anything doesn't necessarily make it valid. Perceptions. Cool beans. Has, that, has anyone cool ever said cool beans? Yeah, where did that come from? I've actually wondered Do you perceive that, that as being not cool? Because I perceive that as being not cool. Beans are rather mediocre at best. They they are. They're like they're like the D student of like um of like food. Right, right. And I'm like, so oh. and you're like you're like, like So what is what do beans look, say? What do beans say? Oh beans. <laughs> they like introduce themselves a lot. <laughs> they just are like, I'm beans. Look at me. And who's it talking to? A taco? Doesn't care. <laughs> What's up, lettuce? What's up, beef? The beef's like, look. Here I am. Here I am. Kind of there. Whatever. No one really cares. I'm kind of filler. They're like seat fillers at the Academy Awards. That's what beans are. Right. It's true. Okay. So. Anyway. But, so, so as Tomax managed to totally, totally hijack my story and whatever... Yes, perception. One of the things that we could talk about perception-wise is our perceptions of ourselves. And one of the parts that is always really interesting to me about perceptions of, of self is the fact that everybody thinks they're pretty fucking awesome at shit. Um, that's the technical phrase, but anyway. Everyone thinks they have some kind of hidden talent. Everybody thinks that they're undiscovered in something. And, like, I mean, I live in Los Angeles, so I'm a little bit sensitive to this because, let me tell you something, it's like, I have an arts degree from a prestigious university, which has, yeah, I, well, I, yeah, you're right to make that sound effect. However, I was going to say it's gotten me exactly nowhere except for deeper in debt. But so, so I had that, but anytime anybody found out that I was doing this arts work, they always wanted to be like, talk about their hidden talent and talk about all of these things that they had done. That they hadn't actually ever done. Be like, Oh, I have a screenplay. I'm like, Oh, I already hate you. Mm -hmm. And they're like, blah, 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 like a million words about it. I haven't started it yet, but I know when I write it, it's going to be amazing. It's going to like be a big, big hit. And it's like, awesome. Everybody loves you. Life is going to be fantastic. Because they perceive themselves to be this, like, just phoenix rising out of the ashes of everybody else. And they're terrible. So, but the reality is, I mean, I mean, I have a great talent. I don't know about you, Tomax. 
Um, I well, you know, I mean, you were, you did have a talent of interrupting me. Like that was that was good. I'm good at there. You like that? Mm-hmm. Well, I've been told that I'm quite funny. By whom? <laughs> By my mom. My mom That's thinks I'm funny. funny. I was gonna say estheticians. That would have been, been funny too. She yeah. also thinks I'm a great kisser. That was that was your joke, wasn't it? Was that your is that your first joke? Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's fun. It's, even even you doing that like hackneyed thing about that. Yeah. No, still not there. But anyway, all right. Cool. Well, my I actually I'm a pretty good fortune teller. That's what I'm good at. It's okay. not something I'm really proud of, but it's something I'm really good at. All right. What do you mean? Let's, all right. Let's put, no, put your uh, put your money on your ass and your butt on, you know. Okay, do it. Wow, that's again really funny. Really good. Um. So, all right. Well, let me give your. Let me take your hand. All right, that's just inappropriate. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> do you need to stroke it like that? Um. Yes. Uh, because I'm going to tell your guy the fortune. Pro- is this part of the process? Yeah. All right. Um, oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, actually, it's really funny because, like, I'm a pretty good palm reader, but your palm is, like, particularly telltale. Like, for example, like, you regularly have to travel wrong, long distances for your passion. I can see that. Mishap. Uh-huh. You know... For all my trainings, I've had to travel far. I've had to go to Germany and Brazil. No, I, I'm not. I'm not thinking about that. I'm just looking at your palm and seeing that. Yeah, but you. It's know right there. This. It's right there. It's like this. I'm gonna trace it. But I have it's told right there. you this. Look, many look, times. look you at this know little this. fork right there. This, 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 there's this three pronged fork that tells me long distances. Yeah, but I've, I've also told you this. I've also been gone for many, many months out of the year doing trainings, going back and forth. No, look, look. I am separating you from what I know about you and just looking at your palm and, like, giving you and, like, actually, like, you know, coming to terms with this. I mean, it's it's really interesting. It's really interesting that you remember the time that I told you, hey, I'm going to be gone in Brazil. I, I, I was not thinking about that. Okay, great. All right, great oh, job. So, great job. Okay, okay, okay. No, that's, so I hear, sure. you're, I hear you're pretty fucking funny. So lights up on um on like one night with Tomax. Well, I feel kind of on the spot right now. I mean, I haven't even done an open mic night yet. Oh, so that so wait, your secret talent is so secret that you actually aren't good at it? No, it's just like you're making me feel like now like I haven't even done an open mic and you may, and now I feel like I'm at the Apollo Theater or something and it's like there's a bunch of people screaming at me. Okay, hey, Oakland, California. How's it going? Whoa. How y'all doing? Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, so, uh, so, you ever noticed how much it burns when I urinate? That's pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, dating is weird. It's like, I mean, dating is rough, right? Am I right, fellas? I mean, the last J-date I went on, boy, was she upset when she found out I was a white supremacist. Not bad. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, she was, like, super Jewish. <laughs> right? <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
But, uh, you know, I mean, it's a weird world, you know? So, I mean, and speaking of weird, I was just thinking the other day, like, you know, wouldn't it be weird if, like, dogs drove cars? Like, dogs driving cars, right? That would be weird, Tomax. Yeah, they'd be, like, be like dog drive throughs right? Would, would there? Yeah, there'd be dog drive throughs you know? You'd be, like, be, like, you'd be, like, driving up and be, like, meh, meh. I'll take a bone, two bones, a whopper bone, right? Huh? <laughs> Glad one of us is amused. Sorry, it's just, you know, it's a weird world we're living in, right? You know, dogs driving cars, you know, right? We're not living in that world at all. Yeah, it's like... It's like... <laughs> Cats driving taxi cabs, right? Okay. Well, <laughs> Tim Max has impressed everybody also. Um, well, Sorry. Anyway. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Uh, apparently. Uh, this guy 100% does. Yeah. Well, this guy. Our show's well, about yeah, I've, heard, I've heard enough out of you. Where'd you get that shirt at? Crim- Mr. Crimson shirt? Oh, my goodness. Where'd you get that at the blood donor store? Apparently, yes. All right. Yeah. Well... Our show today is about perception, and we'll be back. All right, and we're back, and I personally am really excited because we get to interview Blake Billingsworth from MGKTX12, um, which is a band that I just I've been into for a little bit. Been been on a little bit more of an electric kick lately. Um, Tomax is. Noticeably silent. Underwhelmed. Yeah. Not impressed by their catalog. Not impressed by their catalog. I am a robot. My I am not Max. impressed by their catalog. I am not programmed to appreciate this. It's ironic that you're such a robot, but don't like electric music. Yes. What is your What is your beef here, Tomax? Why are you Why do you like always pissing in my oatmeal when it comes to like experimental bands? Because it's not really experimental. I don't. Th- I think the guys. It's it's pretty derivative. I don't. I don't really think it's breaking any real ground. And um, his big hit song is just is just blustery nonsense. I don't really get what the hell he's talking about in this song. You know. You know. You know what's funny? The Philistines didn't get any manna in the Bible. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Be that as it may. The chorus. The chorus to his song is... Uh, let's... Okay. It, seriously. Right, okay. Seriously. Like, like, we're, we're, we need to bring him in here. And um, and the thing is that, Tomax, be on your best behavior. And if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. All right? Okay. Done. I'm probably just... Yeah. I'll just be kind of sitting back. Okay. Um, great. That would be awesome. Right, by the way, um, when he comes in and he's totally awesome... Um, I'm just gonna give huge, looks of consternation. I, just you're you're just gonna feel it from across. When you the get room. like a total boner from how rad he is, like then you can like go hide in the corner with your shame boner. Okay. Okay. Does that sound about right? Yes. You gonna hide in the corner with your shame boner? I will eat my hat. Wow. Well, I I like that. I will eat my hat. Um, I'm not gonna sit with a boner. I will eat a hat. <laughs> But I will not. <laughs> That's what you do with a boner, is you eat a hat. When you have a boner, it is hat-eating time. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. All right. So let's go ahead. Yeah. So go ahead and let him in. 
All right, awesome. All right. So, hello, Mr. Billingsworth. Pleasure to meet you. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Um, it's great to have you in here. I'm kind of surprised we got you. Um, so, um, yeah, so let's just, like, get, just tell us a little bit about yourself, like, about your kind of background. Um, just, you know, what, just, just, what, what are some things that, 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 you know, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. Um, so what are some things so, that okay, you... mate, just take a breather. This is what happens when I do these corner interviews. Thanks, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm usually a lot more composed, um. All right, so so a couple of quick questions. So first of all, uh, when when did you start playing music? Seems like it was about like oh no, a year ago or something. Really? What did you, what did you do beforehand? Did you like what what did you do? I wo- I worked in well retail, selling things. Huh, that's funny. I mean, so, well, I mean, you know, Charles Bukowski actually worked at the uh, post office his entire life, um, and like you know. He was—he wasn't even renowned as an author until like you know late in his life. You know he'd been working at post office forever. So was it one of those things where being in kind of a in a real bubble of sort of dare I say mediocrity was like what inspired you to kind of break out and become something? I worked at a Cinnabon. Okay. Wow. Can we just move it along already? Wow. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um. So let's, just, let's let's get to let's get to your let's get your song. Sorry, sorry about that again. Like you know, I'm just. I thought I'm, my publicist talked to you about this. That was off limits, oh, way I'm, off limits. I'm sorry, we didn't. Okay. Um, all right, so let's let's just let's jump into the the talk about the song here. If so, we're gonna keep going here, you just watch your your bleeding step. All right. Wow. Okay. Um, no, Miss Billing, I mean, I I really mean no disrespect. I mean. Um, so why don't we talk about the song here? Um, so the big hit, Humans with Animal Heads. Um, I really, you know, something that really spoke to me in a sense of like somebody who had a, a lengthy kind of history of art. Um, one of the things that really brought to mind was the whole idea where, you know, some of the Dadaists, like the early Dadaists, would have this whole idea of labeling things like, you know, like for example, like putting a toilet in the Louvre or like, um, you know, I think it was John Arp. I forget if it was John Arp or not, but like, you know, or maybe Tristan Sara, who would, would make these like kind of uh, collages where there was like a suit, a person, a body with a suit and then a fish head on top and then it would be labeled bear or something like that. I mean, the, the, I, your song really brought to mind a lot of that, that earlier, especially like Dadaist, like, you know, anti-romanticism, you know, anti-impressionism type art. And so I was wondering if, if, if um, it, you know, how much of that was, 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 were you thinking about when, um, when you actually created the song? Well, I'm a very big fan of art and I know quite a lot about art. And what I can tell you about my art as an artist is that, you know, my music is, is a lot like smoke, right? It's, you can't get your hands around it. Know what I mean? I'm sure. Uh, but what about, like, the actual inspiration, you know? I mean, when you say animal, you know, humans with animal heads, that kind of thing. Um, I'm inspired by, um, by a tree, okay? Okay. Because my art is a lot like a tree, like a big tree that you can't get your hands around. Okay. Um, all right. 
So, so maybe I'm asking this. My one. music is a lot, also a lot like a slippery fish, because you can't get your hands around it. No, I'm well, I think that you can, but you just can't like. Continue. But you can't hold on. It. Okay, yeah, that's the, uh, point taken. Um, okay. Well, what about the actual phrase "humans with animal heads"? Is there is there a is there a story behind that? Oh, it's a really interesting story. Okay, actually. great. Me, me and my mate Ethan, we was we was just kicking about in my flat, and um, we was taking some amyl nitrate or something, and you know I was saying. Um, you know, we were watching the Animal Kingdom, and uh, I don't remember, but I think it was like we were, we was watching like the cheetah running around, and I and and I was like, wouldn't it be weird if that if that big cat had like a a fucking human head? Hmm. And then he was like, yeah. That would be really weird, and then I, and then he just started kicking with a funky beat. You know, he got on the on his uh, uh, what do you call that? What do you call that thing? Um, um, keyboard. Like, or? Yes, that's it. And uh, and we just laid it out. We laid out a couple of tracks, and um, hmm. All right. Um, interesting. So apparently the cat has a question for you as well. Um, uh, let's you know what you know. Let's go ahead and play the song right now. I mean, we got the song. Let's go ahead and play the song, and and um, and then and then we can talk more about it. You know, after it ends.
Okay, well, we just heard that. Now, I have to be honest, um, my kind of feelings about this song are a little bit different in the light of the fact that this is kind of more, less about, you know, deconstructionalist art and more about you taking animal nitrate and watching Animal Kingdom. So, I'm, I'd really like you to sort of, if you could expand a bit on you know, things like, for example, your humans are not machines. I mean, you repeat that over and over again. And, and I mean, I immediately thought of like the Bauhaus and, you know, other of those artist movements, you know, that were, you know, before the World War II, that kind of thing. And I kind of guessing that that's not the case anymore. So um, any kind of um, any kind of light you could shed on um on, you know, lines like your humans are not machines and why can't animals learn to love and some of those other lyrics that I previously thought were so illuminating. I like to ask the hard questions. So what I mean is that, you know, I'm saying why can't animals learn to love? Because, you know, it's just scientific fact, right? They can't love. You know, uh, okay. It's just science. But okay, but now I mean, you're you're looking confused because you have a tiny mind. I I see. Okay? Yes, from this interview, from the base of this interview, I I assume that I'm the one that's going to look like I have a tiny wind. Yeah, I'm I'm certain of that. A tiny wind. So you can't even talk right. It just it's just you just have a tiny, a tiny mind. Yeah, I would say that a slight malapropism is not necessarily indica indicative of a tiny mind, sir. I'm just going to throw it out there. You see, it's, it's your tiny mind. We're, we're stuck on this. Why... Or we're stuck on the idea well, you of the tiny mind. I mean, how could I expect you to be able to wrap your hands around my vision? I, to you be fair, you did get... warn me not to wrap my hands around because a fish, among other things. Because you can't wrap your hands around it. You keep trying. Oh, dear sweet God. <sighs> okay. Um, I write music that inspires sexuality, spirituality, light, and animals. Inspires animals. So you're thinking that the animal is going to listen to your album and say, why can't animals learn to love? And all of a sudden animals will be like, holy shit, I should start loving somebody. That's what the animal is going to say? They just might. No, A, first of all, animals don't speak English. And second of all, your song is stupid. And you, I, apparently, are also stupid. You're not, you, you're not in my demographic. Oh my so god, I well, don't, yes. I don't really I, care. Look, you, just... I, you, you came in here, I just want, I just want to be real clear on a summary. Uh -huh. You came in, I, you came in here as somebody who I respected as an artist. You are leaving here as somebody who I think is absolutely useless. Both I mean, I, I'm curious as to, do you have to think to breathe? I mean, is it one of those things where, like, you have to remember, like, oh, I boy, think oh, right, to... I gotta breathe today. I... Oh, I gotta breathe every day. Oh, it's so I difficult. Think I'm to... gonna say something about animals, about being British, because I'm British. I don't think to breathe. I live to create. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna be needing a hat sauce. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, okay, so Mr. Billingsworth, um, what are you talking about? Are yeah, you taking the piss. I, I called. Yeah, uh, Mr. Billingsworth does sound like you know saying Mister in front of someone's last name is is a really rude and crazy thing to do. So yes, of course I was taking the piss. 
And the cat even hates you. Jesus. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, okay. what have you created today? What uh, about you? I mean, I could write, I could write a song out of any. You just give me a subject. I could write a brilliant piece of music. Uh, early Dadaist art. Da da da, animal heads. Get wait. Give me a fat beat first. Can you give me like something? Oh, something dear, that's like God. something that's like really like jungle oh. beat or something like that. You go. Da 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 da. Animal heads in your body tonight. Totally out of sight. Rocket. See what I mean? That's pretty good, right? I cannot believe that I was forced to do a beat, and I cannot believe I did that. Well, um, Mr. Billingsworth, I will say that you have both embarrassed me and made me... Whatever. I- I'm going to listen to this with um, a bottle of... Uh... Oh, my goodness. I-, I-, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, what would be enough. Like, you know, I think I'm just going to, like, go ahead and listen to this while in the bathtub with a straight razor and just kind of, you know contemplate existence and then contemplate oblivion because um i am singularly a worse person for having listened to your song and having conducted an interview with you whatever yeah i think that's about accurate um okay so i'm sure that you're very busy um thinking about animal heads and repeating the same words over and over again and possibly wondering why on earth there is air for you to breathe and having difficulty doing so. So um, go ahead and um, you can go ahead and walk out of the studio and and please understand that um, whatever you think is important in the world... Walking away now, tiny mind. Oh, wow. Who's got a tiny mind? Oh, yeah. Mishap. Well, thank you for remembering my name. All right, so Tomax, um, that guy was a delight. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and take a break. Um, you know, all those times where I felt like I have a problem with alcohol, um, today I feel like I have a problem with not alcohol. Like, everything other than alcohol is the problem. So, can to go ahead and come back Mishap? real good and drunk. Mishap? Yeah? Aristocrat top hat or mesh trucker hat? Uh, yeah, you impressed you, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh, the vision out of that guy. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, um, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and yeah, I don't have any more to say. <laughs> So, in the vein of our theme today, one of our goals... Perceptions. You still really like... Perceptions. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I feel like... Do you have a fragrance called that? I was thinking about the fragrance. I was thinking about (laughs) one of those fragrance ads. Would would there be bergamot involved? I don't know who that is, but it sounds... He sounds German and awful, so no. It's what... Not that. Okay. It's... Never mind. Anyway, um... Might even pronounce bergamot. I'm not sure. Anyway, all right. Um, so one of the things that we were kind of thinking about was perceptions that we try to offer to other people, like the, the steps that we take to get people to perceive us in a certain way. And 
This comes up a lot. I mean, I, I think that Tomax is a little bit more secure in this, and I'm a little bit less so, because I'm just a nightmare when it comes to trying to get people to perceive me a specific way. And, I mean, I know that, like, you know, both my parents and after-school specials and, like, He-Man episodes and, like, you know, underwear, study to be yourself. Um, but... I just Mr. Want them Mr. To see T told you to be yourself a lot, too, I feel like. Tomax, yeah, Mr. T's life lessons are, would be would be actually like four different you know podcasts because it would just be me talking about all the things that Mr. T had taught me. Stay in school. Don't take drugs. Be yourself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, and the grunt part was a big one too. I learned the I learned the grunting from him. Um, no, but okay. So when it comes down to uh, perception, um, I would say that for sure. Like I. I absolutely do foolish, silly things that were that do not work for me. Trying to get myself to be perceived a specific way. Now, to be totally frank, I'm usually not trying to get myself to be perceived differently than I actually am. But I want people to see like the best part of me, and I go through really silly things to try to get that to occur. So, for example, um, when I was flying down to meet to to see Tomax, like a uh, couple months ago there is this really cute girl and we were on southwest so you don't have your 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 uh your your uh seats picked out immediately we kind of made eyes at each other and we were like you know close by one another and i take a seat like you know with an open middle seat hoping that she's going to take the open middle seat and damned if she didn't take the middle seat right behind there because the other one was filled with like some like guy who snored the entire flight um which was really fun Anyway, so I know this girl is sitting behind me. I'm thinking, like, oh, well, she'll have to get up at some point, you know, whatever, you know, on this two-hour flight or whatever. And so she was wearing a uh, shirt that was, like, the Smiths, uh, the Smiths, the Queen is Dead. Like, the, like a shirt, you know, based on that album. And that's, like, one of my favorite albums. But I was so, and I was working on the podcast on the flight. I was editing. And so you're able to have kind of a screen up on the editing software we use, just long story short, that has like, you know, you could have like the, a list of music, whatever, and it will just immediately go into your like catalog. And I scanned it down, scrolled it down, and thinking, what songs do I want her to see if she were to look at what's happening in my like, you know, computer, because I'm in the aisles, so she could theoretically see it. And rather than say like, oh my God, I love that album, like, you know, to a girl when I'm passing, instead, I like set up this elaborate thing where I'm like, you know, this will be great because I'll have like David Bowie and Deer Hunter on the same page, and that's that that really shows off like kind of my eclecticism, and like it really shows off that I that I you know I'm a fan of like both like you know kind of glammy fun stuff and also like obscure new stuff and you know whatever. And I just wanted to show off basically. Now, did this work, Tomax? You I haven't told you this story before. Did this work? I'm guessing no. No, it did not. No, absolutely not. But. It was entirely based on, 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 like, I wanted a specific perception of myself, and um, that was what I did. So, any, any, um, we'll go, we'll go for two apiece on this one. Any, like, minor things you've done, Tomax, like, to try to change the perception that people might have of you? Hmm. Um, I don't know, in kind of the vein of what you said, I, I would say the first thing, whoa, sorry, um, just probably, I think in, in the past, mostly, 
this hasn't really happened for a while, but in the past, I've probably tried to appear more unflappable about things, particularly with women who were, um, who were in infidelitous. Do you mean word? with, well, I mean, do you mean like girls who are cheating on you or? Uh, actually just, okay. Like who had a promiscuous past or. Okay, specifically, let's go into specifics here. Um, I One of my good friends a long time ago um, basically got together with my ex-girlfriend right after we broke up. Right after, like days after I found out he had invited her to Florida on some vacation. And <clears throat> rather than totally just taking him to task or directly punching him in the face because he was a fucking cock licker for doing that. Um, kind of not, kind of the opposite of that, but you know what you're going to do. I didn't really, I, instead I kind of had this thing where I, at the time I was just trying to act like, I was just trying to act like the whole thing didn't bother me. Like I, I didn't care. You know, it just, it didn't, it didn't sink in. I was unflappable, whatever, she didn't mean anything to me, that's fine, whatever. And, um... Who was your, who was your kind of perception aimed at? Was it aimed at, um, aimed at the, the former friend of both of us? Kind of all parties involved, and specifically, I mean, I'm sorry, but, you know, a lot of the people that... uh, I mean, Mishap knows these people in... Mishap went to college with all these people... (laughs) It was the Did whole group. There was a friend? certain group that we were around for a while, and this was a long time ago, but they, it was just, I would just say they were, they were awful people, and they, they were awful wow. to each other. I know, I'm, 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 I'm laying that down. They were, they were, they were awful to one another, and, um, and I tried to hang with them, and it was, it was just, it was all chaos, it was all, um, just duplicitousness, and, um, people fucking each other and fucking each other over and talking shit behind each other's backs and and I was so I was so in this chaotic horrible um in love relationship with this woman mm-hmm. that I tried to hang with it I was just trying to hang out with um you know this big group of people that was that was just doing this kind of thing and I and I tried to just act unflappable like yeah I can hang with this whatever it's chaos but it's fine you know we're all just just, I don't know, every, it was just always a party, and always somebody, I don't know, can you weigh in on this mishap, you were there, what do you think, how would you characterize the, the, the sort of culture that was happening, (laughs) this is so weird, because like, the, here's, I, I think there's a major difference between the two of us, and there's one major, major difference, yeah, I don't tend to date inside my friendship circle at all. And you do, like, a lot. Yeah. And so, for me, it was, like, <clears throat> everything that was emotionally, that I was emotionally invested in with that group. And, like, and so the thing that's, that's just to give you guys a little bit of insight here. Tomax and I met through this one person who's, to, to whom he's referring, who, um, they both dated the same girl. And, um, and that, that, I think that the actual process of you guys dating the same girl lasted for like a strangely large amount of time. I think it was like over like a, over like about five years 
you guys mm-hmm. like you guys like one of the two of you was dating this girl yeah, well, I dated her for nearly a year, and it was a year of... But he dated of, her first, though. Right, yeah. yeah. And then I asked him, I did, I, I did kind of the classy move, and I said, hey, are you going to be okay with me dating her? I think she's really cute. And he said, oh, yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. You guys would be such a great pair. And holy cow, was she just a whole ball of chaos. <laughs> and she was 10 years younger than me, I think. Mm. No, 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 not that much, not that much. She was quite a bit younger than me. Like and it was six or seven. Maybe. It was like six or seven. No. But, you know, it was just like that age gap was quite a bit and, and it was and I think a lot of it had to do with just sort of the the culture, the, the, the culture that she was that she had kind of come up with. I mean, that whole group was just really into into hard drinking and fucking one another over. And it was it was a rough thing to try now, to, to be for, fair for me. <laughs> To, to, to hang with and I just I tried to act like I could hang with it and I just I couldn't I do like your perception see this is a great double perception element because I'm seeing now your perception of what my friendship circle from college was like and um, I don't know and, how you came out the way you did they were because <laughs> um, you are a remarkably ethical person well and yeah, they are not I mean, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm like boring level ethical. Like I'm like, I'm like, I'm like my, my, my ethics are, are actually like, I, I'm almost like, I almost want to divest myself from my ethics because it's made my life really boring. And there's times where like, I really would have preferred to have like some phase where I was doing something ridiculous. I mean, I, you know, I, the heavy drinking part, I certainly was, was behind and would prefer to be less behind now than I am, but, um, but the, the, uh, yeah, no, I never was really, but that's the thing. Is yeah, like, but for her, it was like drunk driving and running red lights and then like, like her, her daring me to hit her and stuff like that. Um, in the world of, in the words of Hall Notes, she can get by on a whole man's money. She can get by on a whole man's money. And, and, and it is, it is a, it is a bitch, Tomax. It is a bitch, Tomax. When you are dating someone who is more or less like an enfant horrible, um, enfant horrible, there we go, um, and uh, yeah, but yeah, that's pretty for sure. Like, I I would say that for me, it's one of those things where like I have obscure tastes and I have. There are other instances of me doing that. Too, oh sure. By the way. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I was I, I was going back. I wasn't sure where, where, if you wanted to. No, I don't have it. another story. But that uh, well, you know, my biggie, my ten year relationship, mm. girlfriend cheated on me, and I've, I, you know, I for a long time I tried to kind of squelch that whole idea. Like, oh, yeah. it doesn't bother me that much. It's okay. I'm over it. I forgive you. And I did this whole forgive her kind of speech. Mm. Not really true. Still, you know. You know, I was still angry about it. Yeah, I... You know what's funny is that, like, I actually am somewhat jealous of your ability to do that because I cannot... Like, I am so bad at, like, in the moment of not being, like, Mr., like, you know, emotions, like, to the front. And what's really funny is that I've done the exact opposite. Where, like, I've acted like I cared about something terribly when really it didn't matter as much to me because, like, in the moment I just... I, I, like, I overstepped my reaction as opposed to understepped it, and, like, I mean, I would, I would be so much happier if I was, if I was able to actually do that, um, 
I'm very comfortable in my own skin in certain circumstances, but like, whenever I get like put in a spot where I'm just I'm just not right, like I'm not sure exactly what I'm supposed to do, and I'm just just not right there, like man, I'll like one one thing I'll do that that is so stupid. So I got I go out alone a lot. It's just one of those weird things that just happens. But um, I go out alone a lot, and a lot of times it actually works out great for me. Like I've like brought you know, four or five strangers back to my house to hang out and have, like, a blast. Um, my silverware is usually missing, and, like, you know, my butt hurts when I wake up, but, like, you know, it's, it's, it's still, like, it's still been a great time. Um, but the, um... <laughs> Bookmark that. I want to say something about that later. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I mean, obviously that was silly, but, um, but the... But the, uh... The, uh, anyway, but, but the, the, but the thing that's funny is that, so there's times where I go out alone and like, I've actually got, what's funny is that I've gotten worse about the supposed to better. Like I've gotten more confident going out alone, but now instead of me being like a deer in the headlights and looking around, I just try to get into my own thing and pretend that I'm really involved in it, even when it's really stupid. So what I'll end up doing is like, if I go to a bar and like, I don't see like my friends there or they're, you know, not there yet or you know, whatever, I'll like do crossword puzzles, but, like, make them, like, really visible, like, actually, actually hold my phone so people can tell that I'm doing crossword puzzles. I don't know why I do that, because I can do a Sunday crossword puzzle, and that's freaking awesome, and that should get, like, you know, I mean, ladies, I'm sorry, if, you, if you're near Chase Lounge, please swoon onto it, because obviously it's the hottest thing you've ever heard, but, like, I don't know why. But it's like, I want people to know that I'm doing a Sunday New York Times crossword puzzle on my phone. Like, I'm not, like, you know, playing solitaire or something. I'm doing something freaking intellectual and witty and difficult. And that's just how I roll. And part of me wants to hit me right now. Actually, a <laughs> lot of me wants to hit me right now. Um, but yeah, so that's that's another another fun thing I like to do to be perceived a specific way. Yay! But take a big, long gander at everybody at a bar or, or, or a restaurant or a cafe or whatever who's sitting alone, and they're all, they all have their nose in their smartphone like a dumbass. It, I mean, I think that's one of the greatest marvels of that technology is it's, like, it's not like that it's a computer, that it's this amazing device for communication. It is loser insurance now. Like you have, I can look like I'm doing stuff. I'm, I'm, you know. Have you ever, have you ever done the thing where like you fake a text and go out and have a cigarette? No, I have oh, not. Oh God, but... I totally have. Because <laughs> I suck. <laughs> That's pretty bad. No, look, Tomax, <laughs> I told you, this is like one of those things where like, when it comes to like, like having issues with your, your own perception, like. Like, mm -hmm. I'm very comfortable in my own skin in so many ways, and, like, when people get to know me, like, I'm very genuine, and, like, you know, like, I mean, you know. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, I'll, like, yeah. I don't think there's anybody, like, you know, the amount of people that I say, like, you know, the amount of people I see in, in, in the course of a week who I say I love you to and mean it is, like, a tremendous number of people. Like, I probably say I love you to, like, 10 or 11 people I see on a weekly basis, and these are people who I love. Like, it's not, like, a question. And, like, they love me, and, like, they know me, and I know them, and we're, and, 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 and whatever. But it's, I don't know why, like, when I'm ever in, like, a compromised scenario, 
I am so concerned. And it's like, and I just do stupid, stupid, stupid things. And, and, I, I, and I, I put extraordinary effort into what I think somebody would look at and think somebody would see and think somebody would think of me. And I, I don't know why. It's so awful. But don't you think that that, that that is, that part of getting older is a whittling away of that, of just that, that pre, that preoccupation that you have? Um, I, mean, I, I think that, that it's, cer- it's, it's disappearing, ones, so it's disappearing. Agree that certain ones have, but that said, like, I also didn't start going out to bars alone until I moved up here. So it's like, it's weird. It's like, well, I think that another part of it is just the fact that, like, I have this weird, this weird kind of duplicitousness between, like, wanting to be social and wanting to be shy. And, mm-hmm. like, there's times, the, the time where it really messes with me is when I'm kind of in the middle. Where I want to be social, but I want to be shy. If I want to be shy, then I can just engross myself in something and I'm not feigning anything. If I want to be social, then I'll go be social. But when I want to be social, but I'm also feeling shy, that's when this happens. And it happens, I mean, it doesn't happen that often, but when it happens, I'm like sitting there like, you know, doing the math on how I'm supposed to act in any given situation. And it's so bad. And I just wonder if it looks like, like, if somebody were to look in my eyes, it would look like, if I look like, you know, a some one of those spinning like you know analog calculators <laughs> I think that I think that most of my you know trying to get trying to get somebody to perceive me in a way that I don't perceive myself I I don't know I want to think it's a little bit more functional than that um I know that one of the big things for me, this is probably the biggest thing if I think about that that whole subject, is like that I try to appear as um, as more maybe more meek than I really am, because I've been told I've been I've been criticized. Are you trying to inherit the earth, sir? I am. <laughs> um, I'm. Tr- I've been criticized a lot as being um, aggressive or combative. Um. And I and I think that's made me that, mostly by judges. <laughs> that's true. It's true. Um, that it's made me. It's just made me hyper aware of that. It's not like a oh what are they gonna think kind of thing, but it is like you know I definitely want people to like me. So that um, so that's oh, there. Oh, dude, that's so uncool. I know. I mean, all the stuff I was talking about that was, like, all these desperate steps that I took that would never yield anything are all because I want to be hated by people. Right. That's the weirdest part. So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I definitely have that, 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 you know, whatever, that lame sort of human condition happening, too. But it's more like, I try to remember, I try to be, you know, I sort of, like, look at myself from a third person, like, are you appearing like a nice person? Because there's definitely this sort of, um, people come to certain conclusions about me. They think I'm more aggressive than I am. And I think part of that has to do with not really the way that I, I treat people or the way that I approach them. But I think that there's a little bit of a preconception. I have tattoos. I teach self-defense. And so that there's a whole 
really weird underpinnings that go with that once they learn that about me they think that I'm going to be somebody that wants to start fights or something like that you're regularly holding a severed human head do you think that makes things weird I think it does no uh, um, so I think I go the extra mile to come off as, um, really approachable and I sometimes, I ha- but I'm not, I don't know. I, j- I don't like crowds and I don't, I honestly, I don't get along with, I don't, I don't make friends easily. I don't mm. think I do make friends super easily. I have few friends and the few friends I have, I love dearly. Um, I don't have a lot of acquaintances. So, um, where was I going with that? It's, it's, um, so Tomax, Tomax friend count. I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, no, I, I, so, but, so what you're saying basically is that you know that you don't want to be in a position where you are regularly have to deal regularly having to deal with these perception issues like you try to avoid them i do i do and then when i have to meet new people i kind of it's like i have this weird thing where i examine myself and i'm like oh i'm meeting a new person you introduced me to all these new people in, in seattle yeah and i'm like oh hi becky and i'm like Okay, Tomax, are you doing a smile like a nice... Is that what a smile feels like? Is that, <laughs> how, does a, how does a smile work again? You know, or, or whatever, you know, like... Um, I don't know. It, yeah, you know. There's a certain facade that I have to put on to appear... I think I try to make myself look smaller sometimes mm-hmm. or, or something like that, or I try not to... Uh, I put my hands behind my back or something. You know, I don't want to... I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to look mean. Okay. No, that's, that's, that's really interesting. Because socially, that's not, it doesn't work out well for you, you know? <laughs> you're not going to get places. Certainly not professionally. You're not going to get anywhere that way. Well, yeah. I mean, so, and the words of Freak Nasty, put your hand up on my hip when I dip you dip we dip. Mmm. Yeah. Damn. Right. True words have never been spoken, sir. I'm, that's the reason why Freak Nasty has, has won like a million MacArthur Genius Grants. Um, anyway, um, so that's how we perceive ourselves or try to be perceived. So if you're currently perceiving us as being terrible, just understand that we perceive you as more terrible. And um, so we win because you can't, we, we aren't so listening to you right that. now. Yeah, we can't. We can't hear you. Say what you will. We can't hear you. You can hear us, but you can't. <laughs> it's the magic of podcasting. We'll be back. Oh, bro! So many Jager bombs. Oh man, look at that fine honey right over there. Oh, that. Is, what do you think? That that's that's something right there. All right, let's do this thing. Beautiful. All right. All right. All right. You wanna. All right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, uh-huh. okay. Step up. Okay. Back me up. Okay, okay, bro. Okay, okay. All right. Okay, I got it. I got it. Um, excuse me. Um, fine lady. Uh, wh- what what is your name? I I would love to acquaintify myself with yourself. Um, I'm Barbara. Uh, Barbarella. It is very nice to acquaintify myself with you. Allow me to introduce myself and my brother. My brother here.
Korea. His name is Josh, and my name is Brad. My hip hop name is MCB Real. Um, I'm, look, my brother. You might be thinking right now about my brother. My brother's got got biceps like a snake, and a snake like a really muscular arm. Like seriously, look at this guy. Look at this guy. This guy's packing more beef than a Burger King. King Kong gets workout tips from him. Hey, have you ever been with two guys that can that can bench press a combined weight of 500 pounds? Uh, I mean, look, your name is Baba Barbara, like Baba, like the elephant, and I feel like kind of like an elephant because I got like a trunk, like an elephant, like it's like reticulated or something. I'm, I'm really what? I'm sorry. I'm on the phone. I'm really not paying attention. Oh, excuse me, so you're texting Sergio. Who, who's Sergio? And, and seriously, he's not got pythons like this guy. This guy's got like, he's got like a supply of rats for his pythons. Yo, uh, Bambi Rella, uh, check this out. You know the guys that created bum fights? Yeah, well, Josh knows that guy personally. <laughs> that guy is a trip, bro. So um, what, do you, what do you say, Bambi? You wanna, you know, I, I go just... have some Corvassiers? We got a VIP uh, lounge. Um, I'm, I'm just getting drinks and then going back to my friends. Oh, snap. So, look, I'm, I'm not suggesting that you're making a poor decision, but you're making a poor decision. Um, this is, uh, I mean, I mean, look at this guy. This guy wrestles other bros for hours and never gets hard. Uh, Barbie, um, do you, um, have any Irish in you? Do you have any Irish in you? I, Do you understand English? I, Hello? I, I don't like being yelled at. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to just... Do you have any Irish... Yo, Josh, she's got... She's not answering the Just, just, just go with it, bro. Just Do you have any Irish in you? I just... Because I would very much like to finger bang you. Oh, my God. Um, I'm, I'm gonna need to go. Josh, should I say that right Dude, you don't win. I, I don't understand. Dude, sometimes the woman's psychology, we meet each other. What do you break. say after Irish English? You talk about finger banging. It's, it's the correct move. Okay, it, so, uh, knock knock. Yo, uh, knock who, knock. Who, who's there? It's finger bang time. Is that right? Is that how it you, You're playing it perfectly. Hey, playing it perfectly. Hey, why are you texting? Who are you texting right now? My friends are over there. I need. I need to go. Oh, okay. Whatever. I think she'll be back. I think that went really well. I think it went really well. Up top. Up top. Boom. Damn. Still got it. Oh, my hair's looking great tonight. Damn. Look at my guns. Oh, smell good. So that's been perceptions. Hopefully, all of you are perceiving just wonderful things at this point. And if you want to contact us, give us any, tell us what you thought, any, anything, any shit you want to talk, <laughs> whatever you want to say, give us some ideas, what you like, what you didn't like. You can, we can be reached at Miss Tomax and Miss Hat Hate You at gmail.com. Yeah. And for the record, the uh, Humans with Animal Head songs um, was indeed performed by our own Tomax um, with a little bit of help from... Um, my friend John. Yeah, from John. Um, so they, they created that song. I was really, I was like angry when I heard that song. Like that, my perception was, was anger because I was not expecting it to be nearly as good as it was. Um, because I have little faith in you. <laughs> as do most. <laughs> All right. Thanks again for listening. 
Um, we don't like you uh, and have a great rest of your day.